1: hillbilly DVD, dvd reviews number 33. 33 always outnumbered, always outnumbered never, outgunned. never outgunned hello welcome to hillbilly dvd reviews that's right we're back in black this is the
0: goat what's up it's
1: phil d's rolling with l ray network and phil d's <laughs> holy shit do you get l ray network phil d's i don't even know
0: what that is man
1: It's Robert Rodriguez's network, and I watch it because they got the best show, uh, wrestling show on TV. It's called Lucha Underground, and not only is it masked motherfuckers, and some of them like fantastical characters like dragons with tails coming off their heads and shit, coming down, rolling down to the the ring and fighting, but they got transvestites fighting, (laughs) dogs. They got women fighting men. I love it already. They, 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 also, they also have what they call in Mexico a mini, and what that is, is, is a dwarf in a mask who comes down, gets the shit beat out of him by full-size men nonstop. They yeah. throw this fucker up in the air, they kick him while he's in the air. Oh my god, dude, it's fucking awesome.
0: That, that's insane, man. What? <laughs> Good lord, I, got, I have to see it now And so does everybody else It's just too, too big of a tease to not actually You know, see the payoff of what I, you're describing
1: Exactly, fucking train Like last night Last night this fucking uh, Transvestite got choked out so bad she, They rolled him or her out of the ring And fucking had to take him away
0: <laughs> that's, that's intense it's, it's, I know. <laughs> it really- too, too much testosterone for this training
1: it really is, man. It wow. really fucking That's is. Amazing. Oh, and, um, it, so. and what's awesome too is like you know how like most wrestling um, things, like next to the ring, like they have like a little like metal guardrail, and the guys when they go out fight so they don't get too close to the crowd. This one, no guardrail, no nothing. Just they fucking just fly out of the ring, not stop, and like sometimes land on the feet and legs of the crowd. They don't even fucking. Oh my care.
0: gosh. Where, is this, um, where does this take place? Is this actually in Mexico or what? No,
1: it's in uh, Los Angeles and Boyle Heights. What they did was they took Boyle a Heights. yeah, they, they 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 took an old warehouse and they show it on, on the show and like they literally just built like a. It's set up to be like a almost like a concrete Aztec temple. It just stands up and like it looks all dirty. It looks like an old garage with the old ring in the middle of it, all dirty. It just it's fucking it's- awesome. Dude.
0: It's it's the old from dusk till dawn movie set, right? <laughs>
1: Pretty much, it's very similar. Stage,
0: oh, we gotta go check that out, man. That sounds awesome. I know sweet.
1: Yeah, like like uh, I, I've been wanting to go, but I it's like um because it's really not like a live event. It's like they only tape TV shows there, you know, episodes there every so often. Yeah. So it's a little sketchy trying to find out how to get the tickets. But yeah. <sighs>
0: to see what we can do and check that out man i would love to be in the front row and have some tranny land on my feet <laughs>
1: yeah, i know there was there was one episode demon danny trejo was there and he had fuckers, no way yeah oh, they have fuckers God. they set up a table right like literally right like two feet away from where he was sitting and they fucking threw the fuckers through the tables jumped off the side of the ring it's fucking crazy Damn
0: dog, that's fucking insane i know i love it i love it <laughs> but but anyway man Aside from all that Luchó libre <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, what the, what, what's going on, man? We, we we got a lot to talk about today. Big Show. We got to do our Oscar wrap up, and then we got to do our faves best of 2014.
1: That's a, th- that's right. We. We was so excited to talk about these Oscars and faves that we actually said, "Fuck it, let's go crazy! Let's set the clock ahead an hour this weekend." That's right. That was our idea. <laughs> that was we did. We pulled that shit off just so we could
0: get to recording the show earlier. Exactly. So I, that's for everybody out there. So you're welcome. Uh, we are men of the people, and uh, we're doing this for you guys. So enjoy.
1: Exactly. Uh, so, start. so fuck, fuck what you've been drinking, because obviously we're drinking caffeine. Let's just be uh, honest. With
0: absolutely, <laughs> as we always are. You're probably drinking a rock star, and you know I'm drinking coffee. So exactly, nothing new. Um, until we start, until we start recording this on a fucking Saturday night, that ain't gonna change. I know. So.
1: So here, here we go. Let's just launch into this Oscars bullshit. I'm just going to go through the main categories writing adapted screenplay the winner of the oscars was the imitation game have not seen it maybe it was good i'm actually glad american sniper though didn't win best adapted screenplay because american sniper the book that was based on his work of fiction so i'm thinking (laughs) 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 i'm I'm thinking the movie's got to be a work of fiction and
0: and and, you know not to jump ahead but american sniper didn't win any Mm. good category i mean i think it won for sound editing or something like that but like you know, no, no best director, no good, no best acting for Bradley, Sir Bradley Cooper. I mean, it, it was. I wouldn't say it got snubbed, but it was. It was. It was like a pick for a lot of people.
1: It, it, it clearly was this year's Avatar in that it was the uh, movie that was nominated a lot and it made a lot of money, but then it didn't win shit. <laughs> you know?
0: Right, right. You know, and and that being said, fucking Clint Clint Eastwood, man. He, I mean, you know. I, mean, I don't know if he deserves an Oscar or not, but you know, he, he's fucking getting paid. Bradley Cooper's yeah. got roles lined up left and right. I mean, it, it's not going to hurt their career.
1: Well, well, I mean, if you look at Clint Eastwood, I mean, he probably shot most of the movie in a weekend with the way he worked. So,
0: <laughs> so in, it, right. it, it, in, in Boyle Heights.
1: Yeah, exactly. In Boyle. So it's not like you can make the argument that, like, he spent years of his life. No, he spent a weekend.
0: Yeah, exactly so 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 anyway so 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 moving on uh best adapted screenplay yeah 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 uh, imitation game uh good see good uh speech by the i guess gay writer i don't know it was kind of a weird speech but i liked it it was cool about how he almost committed suicide as a kid and he was a weird dude
1: wow i must have fast forward through that speech because <laughs> i don't remember that whatsoever i watched the oscars like i started watching like right as they wrapped up and then i like it was late, so I was, like, fast-forward through
0: a lot of shit, a lot of shit I didn't care about. You missed some pretty good speeches, man. They, they, they weren't terrible this year. They were, they were all pretty good. But, um, yeah, that, that was that one. So, so anyway, I, I haven't seen the movie either. It's it's, all, it's on my radar to watch. It. I just haven't gotten around to it. I, th- I think it's out on DVD. It should It
1: should be, yeah. Everything is, yeah. So, this is the next category, writing of the original screenplay, meaning it wasn't based on a book was uh, Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. So, I mean, obviously this is the movie people fell in love with and shit. And, uh, I don't know. To to tell you how how much bullshit these so-called true stories were, also Foxcatcher was nominated for writing original screenplay. Keep in mind, Foxcatcher was based on a book. (laughs) And it somehow, it wasn't even in the adapted, like, screenplay category. So... Like, they're they're just telling you willy-nilly. Some of these movies that were based on books were were in the one category somewhere. Because they're just admitting that when something's based on a book, it's really not based on a book. It's just completely made-up bullshit.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's that's true. And maybe there's a reason that uh, those di- didn't win, you know.
1: Exactly. But um,
0: let's see. So, I haven't seen Birdman. You have. Yes. I know it wasn't your favorite, favorite movie. But no,
1: it was, it was very good. But fuck, man, I don't yeah. know why everybody's hooting and
0: hollering for years right. about it. But, but as far as best original screenplay, I mean, what, was it deserving? Was it was it truly you know fucking that original? You think the the, the only the only reason I
1: really really take care take umbrage of this uh, winner here is that they also had uh, Nightcrawler for original screenplay, oh, that's right. yeah, and, yeah, and to yeah. me, that's a real original screenplay. Like the guy, wrote, you know, the guy wrote it from scratch. He wasn't yeah. basing it on any loosely famous people or like he just made up a story. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and I, I still have to see that, man. I, I I don't know if it's out yet, but I would love to see I think Look it. it is out I, I think it just, just came out, just like, now. maybe
1: two yeah. weeks ago, yeah. I definitely need to get, check that out, man. Which, I don't know why they waited so long. The movie came out in October. It wrapped up its theatrical run in October. <laughs> get that shit out. Who cares? Like, there's been a lot of hoopla lately about theaters raising a holler about we won't show movies if you're going to bring them out on dvd in 90 days fuck that because you know what a theater won't even show a movie for nine days so why are you going to wait i know man
0: (laughs) no no sympathy for me no sympathy they'll they'll, they'll fucking show a movie one weekend and then pull it or, 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 or show it on like fucking one tiny ass screen at the worst times of day imaginable
1: all right, exactly. I, I want to skip all like sound mixing, signing. Yeah, Who yeah, cares? Nobody gives a fuck about that. The, the one kind of minor award I will mention is Music Original Song, and the winner was Glory from Selma. And I have to admit, I have not seen the movie Selma, but like watching this, this song, you know, most of the songs I fast forward through, but thank God this one over Everything is Awesome from the Lego movie, which is a song that was written to be intentionally be annoying. Glory from Selma, again. I have not seen the movie, but obviously it's based on. Like motherfuckers, are, did, did you see this part? These motherfuckers were crying when they That's sang this song. That,
0: that was yeah. a great performance, dude. Fucking, I, I really like Common Com- a lot. Yeah, as as a musician and, and and an actor, I thought it was a great song. And and, and fucking dude, I mean, like I, I, I know that we hate all things Lego movie, but like the song is a fucking kiddie song. Why why should it even be considered to win? You know, I mean,
1: for sure, man. I, I'm like. Like they showed Oprah was crying, Chris Pine yeah. was crying. Like I was like, "Wow, man!" You
0: very, know, very, very emotional. Very emotional. Um, I, don't, I didn't see anyone getting choked up during the performance of Tegan and Sarah's. Everything is awesome. Right, exactly.
1: I was happy to see Tegan and Sarah on the Oscars. As,
0: as was I, and, and Lonely Island. I, I was yeah. very pleased to
1: see Tegan that. and Sarah, my favorite Canadian lesbian twin. <laughs> twin girl singers right, right. they're 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 awesome but they didn't need an academy award for this they really did and, and, and knowing them in all honesty and knowing them they probably didn't want it either
0: <laughs> they really did i'm sure that they, they don't need do that claim to fame exactly i might tarnish their rep exactly uh, anyway so so let's uh moving on more categories
1: yeah, film editing. The winner was Whiplash. I actually haven't seen, but you have. Was this a really awesome edited movie or something, Phil D's? Do you... um
0: It's one of those movies that like you don't ever want it to end because every scene is so fucking riveting, and there's not one boring part. And then when it's over, you're like, "Damn, two hours just went by. Shit, I could watch this fucking more." So yeah, um, if, if 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 that's what good film editing is, then it was it was very well done.
1: All right, move on. Cinematography. The winner was Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. And I gotta, th- I gotta think this movie. You guys just
0: keep saying the whole title, but
1: <laughs> well, they got it on the website. <laughs> like, like you know how, like you know how, like they have like, a, like a movie has a long title, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. After a while, we just start saying Bill and Ted, right? right. Well, these motherfuckers, they will not rest with Birdman or <laughs>
0: the Unexpected <It's> Virtue of Ignorance. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: they won't give it up.
0: How funny would that be if, if, like, we did that in our everyday life? Like at the fucking water cooler in the office, you're fucking, you know, talking about what movies you look like, what movies you saw, and you just kept going on and on because nobody you know, is saying that they're just saying, <laughs> right. right <man.
1: laughs> well, I, I gotta say, if that's really the title of the movie, they must've done a shitty job marketing. Cause I remember seeing the Birdman posters, the trailers, like way before it came out. I mean, for it being an independent movie, for some reason I did see the trailers and uh you know, when I went to see the movie back in like early January or whatever, like I had no clue that it was called that until like the, the little title came up actually on the screen while the movie oh. was playing. So like, if this was really the title, like, like you fucking make it, don't fake it, motherfuckers. Like they should, they should have been going with this for the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: man, I'll own that shit. Yeah, but, but it's confusing. It, it kind of reminds me of fucking uh, Edge of Tomorrow slash Live Die Repeat. <laughs> exactly. which, which one is it? Which one? Is, which one is, is it, it both? Is it is it one or the other? What? Which one's in parentheses? I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and like, um, I don't know, I I really don't know why this one's cinematography, like, they did, they did, I think it's because they did, like, a little trick where they tried to make it seem like the whole movie was, like, one shot, like, they're trying to hide the cuts, I mean, I saw it, but it's just, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know why that's so, you know, impressive and, like, a lot of it was just cameras like zooming down hallways behind the stage of a theater and shit. Like, yeah. so I, it wasn't like you were getting like grand sweeping vistas and shit. You know what I mean?
0: My theory is that the Mexican Mafia gave a whole bunch of money to the fucking Academy this year. That's. That's why it won so much.
1: My theory is that the Mexican Mafia bought the Academy this year. <laughs> That's pretty much what
0: I was saying, yeah. Because
1: if, if you think about it, C- Cuaron that made um, Harry Potter 4 or whatever the fuck, and Gravity, like, <laughs> they were soaking up all the Oscars last year. Yeah.
0: That's right, last year, Yeah. Just yeah.
1: Fuck. so uh yeah yeah anyway. and then directing award was Alejandro jean a ratu for the birdman or the expected virtue of ignorance what do you mean or <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like right right it shouldn't be birdman like ellipticist the the expected virtue of ignorance like shouldn't really be like it shouldn't be one it should be like picker it should be like a choose your own adventure title you know what I mean?
0: they're not similar yeah yeah oh. One is a fucking title of a fucking superhero that Michael Keaton used to play, and one is um, just fucking some rc 42 title about how to live your life. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with this man winning just because, I mean, he did direct a movie where Michael Keaton gave an awesome performance, and I didn't really agree with, um, you know, what's her name, Emma Stone and... Um, Edward Norton. Edward Norton getting nominated because to me, I mean, for sure, for sure, Michael Keaton's performance was you know, nomination worthy. But I didn't really think there's were. But still, you can't argue with the guy where all his actors got nominated. So I mean, I don't have a problem with him winning uh, director.
0: Cool. Oh, what
1: what i do have a problem with is fucking big hero 6 when an animated feature Me film. Too. are Me you too. fucking seriously <laughs> okay first of all big hero 6 the, the 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 big hero 6 literally looks like a marshmallow snowman looking motherfucker <laughs> like how is that good animation right there
0: exactly and, and like my, my money was on box trolls or or you know the 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 main thing that people were predicting was How to Train Your Dragon two, right. and just just because it's fucking Disney, I, I don't understand how Big Hero six won. I mean, the, the animation didn't look any better than anything else. You know that 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 was in the fucking running, so that was a huge surprise and huge huge disappointment for me because it makes me, I, I you know, I really respect the integrity of the of the Oscars every year, but yeah. this really makes me fucking feel like something shady is going on.
1: Yeah, and like. <laughs> I mean, like, like I I feel these. I could see someone making an argument that like a mo- like a, a live action movie it was very low budget. It looked like shit. It was gritty, but the story was so great. But to me, the animated feature film, the animation has to be as equally as good as the story. You can't be like, oh, it was a moving story, so it's the best animated feature film. It's like, no man, it's animation. It's all created all right. like from scratch. So it better look fucking good. It better not look like. Some fucking Stay Puff marshmallow man,
0: motherfucker! Like that. Oh shit, man! No shit! That, yeah, so huge disappointment on both our parts for that. I don't know yeah, what know. the fuck was going on. I have not seen it. I don't really care to see it. So no,
1: I don't, I don't. I don't really either. And they keep saying it's based on some obscure old Marvel shit. And, you know and I actually listened to a podcast months ago with the two creators, and they're like. They're like, "Ooh, how was the collaboration with Marvel?" And they're like, "We didn't collaborate with Marvel. What are you talking about? Like, they, 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 Marvel couldn't tell us what do we work for Disney." I'm like, "Okay, so fuck that for being the best, <laughs> being the first like Marvel animated movie because because I mean maybe they took the character, maybe they took the story from an old comic book, but like <laughs> when it came to the comic book motherfuckers, they was locking them out of the room. They had no yeah, say exactly, whatsoever. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So all right." That- so moving on to the the big awards we got for the actress in a supporting role, we got the winner was Patricia Arquette for Boyhood. Have not seen this movie, but I was like – I was sitting there in shock because I was like, wow, Patricia Arquette won an Oscar. Like I haven't even seen her in a movie in years and years and years. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's doing TV mostly nowadays. You know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, um, I, I've seen it, and I think it was a very good role. Um, I mean, she, she played a single mom so great. And I, I don't, I don't just mean the acting either. Like she really let herself go. I mean, she, she was just like this frumpy single mother who was like kind of, you know, fat, you know, in certain places. Like she, she wasn't even trying to be hot. It was, it was very realistic, you know, and then she went with it and very emotional performance by her. So, um, when you, when you do see it, I, I think you'll, you know, uh, accept that it was a, a well-deserved award for her.
1: Exactly. And and I always like Patricia Arquette as an actress and uh, good for her for having the balls to say all her political shit during the uh, speech. Because, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, Patricia Arquette, like she hasn't been a big star in a long time or whatever. Like, oh, she got an Oscar. She should be thankful. She's like, fuck that. I'm going to talk about some political bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I actually actually respect people have balls like that. Next we have the actor in a supporting role, and that was the winner was J.K. Simmons for the Whiplash. What, what do you think? I haven't seen the film. Do you do you think absolutely, he deserved it?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he killed it, man. He fucking nailed it. Um, he's 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 such a goofy guy, and um, it, it's 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 always been said that comedic actors, um, when they put their mind to it and they they take they, they can do a very very you know, good job at a serious role, and a lot of goofy guys have, have pulled that off, and some have even stuck with it, like fucking Tom Hanks, for example. And if he wants to go that route, man, I can see him this late in his career as doing more serious roles. Uh, but uh, it, was, it was a you know a big refreshing surprise, and I mean, he really got into it. Like I wasn't even thinking, you know, Farmers Insurance or yellow m M&M. and I was just thinking, wow, this who this fucking guy is amazing. So yeah, <clears throat> you know, or uh, nor was I thinking Jay Jonah Jameson from the uh, Sam Raimi Spider Man
1: series. Exactly. Which, which, which by the way, like, uh, like literally up until the hour of him winning the Oscar man, Facebook, cause you know, there's been a lot of Spider-Man news and shit lately, Spider-Man yeah, movies it. or whatever. Like Facebook, like, Oh, they gotta get J.K. Simmons back and J.J. Jameson they were, And like, I actually hope that him winning this Oscar means he don't have to degrade himself to putting on that fucking <laughs> that <laughs> raccoon wig and chomping <laughs> on a cigar. It's like it's like this man has paid his dues. Like he like he won the Oscar for this movie where I guarantee he didn't even probably get a paycheck. He probably did it for I'm free sure and shit. Should. You it know is, what I mean? Like
0: it it is such a cheap ass fucking movie, man. It really is. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he gets more money doing fucking. Um,
1: commercials like serious yeah. whatever he did yeah,
0: yeah i don't know but um yeah he, he did a great job and well deserving and um i mean it's it's up to him but I mean, I mean the people around him his agent they're probably gonna push him to do some more serious shit and it's up to him but i mean you know he can do whatever he wants now as far as i'm concerned i don't i don't see him put on a cheap ass rug that's yeah. for sure
1: i i'm i'm just personally glad that uh even though I like this guy, I'm just, I'm still glad Mark Rufflow didn't win actor and supporting role from Fox Ketcher. Cause God damn it. Don't give Fox Catcher no Oscars. Don't give no, it. No you
0: know, and you know what? The, the, the days of gaining weight and prosthetics to yeah. me, are fucking over. If you're a good actor, you're a good fucking actor. I'm yeah. so tired of the fucking prosthetics and fake haircuts and fake hair pieces and gaining weight, losing weight. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there, 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 there are exceptions. I mean, fucking, um, Fucking um, Matthew McConaughey, really great job for losing all that fucking weight. That was a big challenge, but he didn't have to fucking put on a pro pr, you know, fucking fake nose or anything like that. I'm pretty sure that was his real
1: mustache. Exactly, but like, I mean, he was playing a man with AIDS and shit, so he had to lose all the weight. That makes yeah. sense. Okay, fucking Steve Carell gaining sixty pounds to play a man that was skinnier than himself in real life. That that's just Oscar, right, right. like and, begging. Right, and
0: and and and. and, and, and. If, unless there's a scene with him without a shirt, why not just fucking put a fat suit on? I mean, yes. why, why do that to your body? <laughs> but,
1: but why put you still on still a, a fat suit to play a guy who is skinny?
0: <laughs> well, that, yeah, but, but but that's I don't know. It's just it, it's all dumb. It's all it dumb. It, 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 if it doesn't make sense, like you know the, the fucking weird ass Mark Ruffalo haircut, that just doesn't yeah. make any sense.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense either because like. I don't know. The real life guy's hair didn't look like that. So why, why would the fake guy? You know what I mean? Like why would the the screen adaptation of the man look like that? That made no sense whatsoever. Exactly. All right. So actress in a leading role. We had the winner of Julianne Moore still out. A, a movie still out. By the way, a movie I still go to the theater and see the trailers for. Somehow, <laughs> I don't get it. Is it coming or not? Or are we just paying tribute to the fact that it won an Oscar, but 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 we can't really put it on the screen because we got we got baby shit to play at the theater. (laughs) I
0: know, right? I almost saw that uh, last week, but uh, I didn't, and um, I could have. I will see it. I got. I will see it too.
1: So Alex Baldwin's in it too, man. He looks good. I want to see it. Yeah. Damn,
0: Yeah, yeah. It just seems like it's going to be super sad and shit. So I got to be in the right mindset, you know?
1: I like the scene in the trailer where, where uh, she's like going crazy because she's getting Alzheimer's and uh, and uh, she can't find her car keys. And like Alec Baldwin, like he's just straight up pissed. <laughs> he's like, why are you going crazy? Throwing shit around the kitchen. God damn it. <laughs> He just doesn't understand the no. nature of the disease. No, he doesn't. He's, he's, he's clearly just a drunk asshole who wants to <laughs> get in the kitchen so he can grab the phone and call his daughter and tell her she's a little pig. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. It's his own all, his whole motivation. Exactly. But, uh, but anyway, uh, I mean, not a surprise that she won. Um, she's a competent actress for sure. She's very good. And normally the Oscars swing that way when you're playing a character who's challenged like that, you know, with some debilitating, you know, fucking disease. Uh, obviously, you know, I had to be serious about it. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fine with her winning. I'm sure it's a good exactly. role, and I'll watch it eventually.
1: Maybe now she won't have to do movies like Seven Son, where she transforms into a CGI dragon and attacks Jeff Bridges. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It, it was, it was like one of those movies they released in like January 10th or some shit, because like they didn't really want to, like you know, they didn't really want to put it out anymore, and. uh it, yeah, she was a witch who played. He turned into a dragon. It was like um. It was actually pretty good because it was nonstop action. But Jeff, S- son? yeah, Je- yeah, Seventh Son. Jeff Bridges played an old drunk Jedi Knight who had to teach a a, a you know a, a Padme learner with Padawan.
0: Oh, boat? <laughs> are, are you making this shit up? <laughs>
1: no, dog. It was just in theaters. I'm, I'm, I saw seriously? it. I'm I saw it two this, weeks ago, dog. It was pretty good. It was pretty know, good. <laughs>
0: that's, that's fucking bizarre as shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I saw it maybe like the week of the Oscars, and I was like, "Wow, Jul- but- Julian Moore plays a dragon and an Alzheimer's patient." <laughs>
0: I'm gonna have to see it to believe it, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm in, I'm in disbelief. What, what, the words that you just said did not make a bit of sense to me just now.
1: <laughs> wait till you see Jeff Bridges no! <laughs> drunk as shit. I don't believe it. Dude. Homeless, I'm sorry. homeless Jedi Knight he plays. No, call,
0: no, that's that's the Fisher King. No way that was. <laughs>
1: the, wait, no sorry. Robin Williams was the homeless guy. Though. Oh
0: yeah, fuck. <laughs>
1: Jeff Bridges was the guy with the ponytail.
0: Man, this is too. This is too fucking surreal, man. I I think think I'm so. gonna fucking Google this shit
1: okay we're, we're coming down to the homestead here we have the actor in the leading role which by the way what a fucking disgrace that steve carell was nominated I holy know, shit first goodness. of all first of all actor in the leading role like i'm not kidding you Phil these he was barely in his character was barely in Foxcatcher. like really barely in it yeah. like the like uh, ruffalo and uh, channing tatum was on the screen more than he was
0: yeah, I mean, I haven't seen him, but clearly the previews indicate that he's more of a supporting character, you yeah. know, a supporting actor.
1: So. I mean, he, you know, his, his character is really important to the plot, obviously, but it's not, you know, it's, I don't know. Like, it's not like this is the main character, we see the story through this guy. No, like, that's bullshit.
0: Well, you know, what it, it is what it is. I mean, it, at least he fucking didn't win, so.
1: Exactly, because the winner was Eddie Redmayne. For the theory of everything, where he plays Stephen Hawking as a young man who who gets disease, which like I never knew this. I, like I thought Stephen Hawking was born with disease. Stephen Hawking got it from kissing a girl at a party. Can you fuck oh, really? Yeah, I can you? Like that? Yeah, you can get it like that. Can you believe this fucking? I mean, Stephen Hawking's, like one of the world's greatest scientific minds and all this shit. But can you believe he got this uh, disease that fucking? You know, he re- took away the ability to walk, took away the ability to speak. Yeah. Like, just because some fucking, like, how dirty was this bitch? How many people did she, like, cripple at this yeah, party?
0: I mean, fucking this nerd is lucky enough to kiss a girl and yeah. fucking ruins his whole fucking physical life. But and, and,
1: and, from, and from a kiss, like, it, like I mean, not that it would be worth it, but, like, at least, like, if he got his dick wet, that would be you normal.
0: Know I know, man, exactly. <laughs> some kind of std but um mm-hmm. did, so did you actually see it yet or
1: not no i didn't see it man, no, I mean, it, it, man it, 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 it was uh it look, that should look too depressing for me to sit in a theater
0: yeah yeah i know yeah i just like alice i gotta be in the right mindset like,
1: same, same with imitation game um a, a, a lot of these movies didn't play near me but the two that did was imitation game theory of everything and I was like sitting there thinking about it, thinking about it. But it was, like I just didn't want to sit in a theater and watch it. And, yeah, and, and not that know. I didn't want to see the movies, but I didn't want to sit in a theater. And I, there's a difference there. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I'll definitely watch them both. Um, fucking, I don't know, Theory of Everything seems like it'll be a little, little bit more sad in the way than fucking Imitation Game. Uh, but definitely both depressing as fuck. At least Stephen Hawking's still alive and kicking and in. Exactly. Like
1: Fucking imitation game. The guy fucking had to kill himself. You know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, pretty fucking sad. Um, on 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 a, on, a, on a personal note, I actually like Eddie Redmayne. I think he's a very humble young actor. He's going places. He's he's not like fucking arrogant. Um, I, Benedict Cumberbatch. He kind of reminds me of um, what's that other fucking English guy's name that fucking got a blowjob from a hooker? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant yeah. you know, like, like, mark my words. Goat and world who's listening. Mark my words. He's going down that path. He's out of control. He he's fucking drunk. He's, fucking, he's working too hard. He's, he's working too hard. He's, he, I, I, believe me, I, I can tell, man. I know this guy. He's, he's partying too hard and he's going to go the Hugh Grant route. And he remains an up-and-comer. He's going to fucking do some great shit. So five years from now, we'll see if I'm right. So this podcast is important.
1: Ho, 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 holy shit, though! Like, th- thankfully, I, you know, like I really—this is the only award I cared about the entire night. I just wanted Michael Keaton to win cause, yeah, fuck, you just love—just love Michael Keaton. But Eddie Redmayne, he's a lucky motherfucker. Let me tell you why. They they voted for the Academy Awards, you know, weeks ahead of time. Obviously, it's not like they vote in their seats at the show and shit. They they vote weeks ahead of time, and that's how he got the Oscar. Because if they would have seen this motherfucker, Eddie Redmayne and Jupiter ascending from the Wachowski brothers, like <laughs> he wouldn't have a he would yeah he wouldn't have a career at all, dude. He plays the the sissiest fucking villain in the history of science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: yeah. But, but, but at least, at least now he's got choices. You know, he doesn't have to fucking take, take every fucking roll handed yeah. to him. So
1: yeah, I, I mean, this motherfucker was like an outer space transvestite wrestler from Lucha Underground. <laughs> it was ridiculous.
0: We can talk about that more if you want, because I'm I'm fascinated by that movie and the fact that you saw it. For the first time. it looks like total total fucking garbage to me. I can't believe. It.
1: Well, it it I mean it 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 is science fiction double feature. I mean, it don't have singing and dancing in it, but like it's it's literally just as over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's it, like it wasn't my favorite movie, and there's a lot of times I was bored in it. But I'm like, you got a motherfucker. With elf ears, flying on <laughs> magic flying roller skates, <laughs> like I I, I I can't rip it apart. You know what I mean?
0: It's it's I don't know. I I'll, I'll have to see it sometime. Maybe fucking drunk or high, whatever. But it just it just looks too too fucking comic booky. I don't know. Like, it, like you know, well, it's you know, it's, like it's inexplicable shit.
1: It's like an homage to Joel Schumacher films, if you know what I mean. If, if if like Joel mocker like let's say in an alternate world Batman and robin was a huge hit and they asked joel Joe Schumacher to remake star wars <laughs> yeah, but why,
0: why would you want to do it homage to shitty work
1: <laughs> well and, 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 and anybody yeah anybody out there who would argue with my with my assessment of it look at your two leads why would you cast two worst?
0: Actors Alan Kunis and Channing Tan. Exactly. Jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're
1: both they're I mean, both awful, is it?
0: Good, good point. Good point. I think that sums it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So the the last Academy Award. Drum roll. Yeah, best Woo! picture was the winner was. I'm losing my voice because I've said "Birdman" or "The Unexpected Virtual Ignorance" too many times this morning, but no, man. It, that, that that was the winner. It It'll beat be the
0: longest podcast ever just because of that.
1: Exactly, it beat out "American Sniper," "Boyhood," "Grand Budapest Hotel," "The Imitation Game," "Selma," "Theory of Everything," and "Whiplash" to become the best picture. Which I, I mean, like like I said, like I didn't, I don't know, I just didn't think that highly of the movie. But I mean, I don't have a problem with it winning. You know what I mean? Like they, like this was a movie they really tried hard to make good. So I don't have a problem with it winning.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a surprise for me, big surprise. I had a couple of of um, picks that I thought were strong winners, um, but in in no way was it a disappointment. In no way did it make me lose faith in, in the Academy Awards. In fact, this year I I, I was even more happy that. They reduced the number of best film category from 10 to 8, and not one – not one was a fucking sellout, mainstream fucking moneymaker with the exception of American Sniper. But that was still kind of you know an independent-type movie. But anyway, I was very happy with the selection. Fucking didn't have no fucking Transformers or Toy Story or Batman or fucking Guardians of the Galaxy as as one of the contenders. So I was very happy. So any one of those films that would have won, I wouldn't have been too disappointed with
1: exactly and, and this is a good transition because birdman or the unexpected virtue of ignorance is a film that is about making fun of sellout superhero movies and how, how this actor who was pretty good but he just his whole thing got fucked up he got too much success from playing birdman he got too locked into every like, every, like he did played birdman in 20 years but everywhere he goes man motherfuckers call him birdman and shit Mm-hmm. And, like, it, you know, this was a very fitting, this this Oscar telecast, it was a very, I would say, revolting movie against superhero movies, which, I mean, fuck it. It's been running to the ground. Whether you love them, you hate them, superhero movies have been running to the ground, you know, and none of them are high works of art, so it's okay to poke a little fun. And Birdman or the Unexpected Virtual Ignorance did that, <laughs> as well as did, like, all the joke writers of the night, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, that But By the way though, I got to say, holy the reason I did all the fast forwarding through the Academy Awards, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh my god. Oh my god. This man is so corny of a comedian. I,
0: I, I, I know you hate him. You know, I was I was actually into it. I liked it. It's just a it's just a matter of taste. I know you don't like the fucking dude. You think he's smug and everything. Oh, so so. I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, as as a host, I think he did pretty well. But that, that that's just me. It's he's it's it's a love it or hate it kind of guy.
1: Okay, so when he's not, so so to transition from this, the the fucking just mockery of superhero films out to Oscars, there was a man who had enough Phil D's. Mm. He stood up. He stood up against the Oscars and all their highbrow entertainment. Because when he's not dating women who fold themselves up into luggage, and when he's not posting photos of immigrant Instagram of his cat pissing all over his furniture, James Gunn is making quality art like Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. And he's taking the Facebook to stand up for those who can't speak for themselves, and that's the comic book movie industry. All right, here we go. What? Holy shit! What? I, what? I, I, I'm just going to read this thing. Drop dropping a bombshell on us now. Y- yes, I am. Uh,
0: news to me, everyone.
1: And, and this, by the way, I saw this firsthand on Facebook, and I was like, "The fucking balls on this motherfucker! You got to be kidding me!" But then it got picked up by all these websites and shit. So I mean, we got to talk about it. If the whole world's got to talk about. It, we got to talk about it. The day after the Oscars, James Gunn posted this tirade. On February 23rd at 12.04pm And then he even edited it I guess he wanted to make it even more Fucking uh, I don't know He had to go back and revise it Because he was so worked up I'm going to read this word for word from James Gunn I'll try to get through it quickly James Gunn I didn't really find the Jack Black superhero jokes offensive Did you guys? It was like a joke I'm not sure if you guys noticed But the writing on the Oscars didn't seem to be all that well thought out as far as Dan Gilroy saying that attendees of the... And keep in mind, Dan Gilroy, I think, is the guy who wrote and directed uh, Nightcrawler. As far as Dan Gilroy saying that the attendees of the Independent Spirit Awards have survived against a tsunami of superhero films, well, it seems a bit weird coming from a guy whose wife has acted in two Thor films. Really, that seems like you've drowned horribly in that tsunami. But I know I just kind of make stuff up as I go along on these award shows, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Whatever the case... The truth is, popular fare in any medium has always been snubbed by the self-appointed elite. I've already won, won more awards than I ever expected for Guardians. What bothers me slightly is that many people assume you make big films that you put less love, care, and thought into them than people who make independent films or who make what are considered more serious Hollywood films. I've made B movies, independent films, children's movies, horror films, and gigantic spectacles. I find there are plenty of people everywhere making movies for a buck or to feed their own vanity. And then there are people who do what they do because they love storytelling, they love cinema, and they want to add back to the world some of the same magic they've taken from the work of others. In all honesty... I do no find a strikingly percent – by the way, I do no find a strikingly percent – different percent. I thought you added to this, James
0: Gunn. What, the, the, why are you saying? the I guy's typing so fucking fast he's not even fucking editing his own fucking work. What is that – in all honesty. And, and, and he posts it without checking yeah. it. Yeah, real, great, great job. <laughs> to me, that disqualifies every fucking thing he says just on that alone, fucking retard. In
1: all honesty, I do no find a strikingly different percentage of those with integrity and those without working within any of these fields of film. If you think people who make superhero movies are dumb, come out and say we're dumb. But if you, as an independent filmmaker or an, in quote serious filmmaker – Think you put more love into your characters than the Russo brothers do? Captain America, or Josh Whedon does the Hawk or I do a talking raccoon? You are simply mistaken. Sincerely, James Gunn. First of all, fuck wow. you, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> no one has ever said that they're stupid, you know what I mean? and and everything he said. L- let's take let's take away the fact that he's the most arrogant fucking self. I, I don't know. if uh, – I don't know. I mean, huge ego. Why? Well, let's take away that everything he said was a fucking lie. You have no control whatsoever when you are making a goddamn comic book movie. So you are limited. You're being not only are you being told what to do by the studio because it's PG thirteen, but <laughs> right. you you have no you know they're, they're characters that someone invented already in a comic yes. book. So you know what is he saying? Is he fucking it? Uh, was he serious?
1: Oh, he he was dead fucking oh, serious, dog. And he, he, got, he got plenty of press out of this bullshit. Jesus but, like, goodness. all I gotta say is boo fucking who.
0: Punch this guy in the fucking face.
1: D- it, it, it's like the fucking high school quarterback and then the prom queen complaining that fucking they're misunderstood and they don't have a good... Motherfucker, you've won. You've won everything. Fucking, you have a movie that made a ton of money. You got a super big career now everybody's fucking blowing you like it's next to... In in this personal case, with Guardians of the Galaxy, this is the most well-received Marvel movie. Motherfuckers are still licking this guy's asshole in and out like it's a fucking (laughs) chocolate funnel cake on Facebook daily. (laughs) More
0: popular than the Avengers, for God's sake. I'm I'm, I'm surprised at the fucking popularity of it, dude.
1: Fucking 364 and a half days out of the year, everybody's just fucking guzzling superhero movie cum. And this motherfucker yeah, yeah, yeah. gets upset because for what, three hours and 15 minutes, they gave awards to fucking, I don't care, I'll say it, maybe I'm part of the uh, the, the self-appointed elite as James Gunn would say, but they were celebrating real movies on the Oscars <laughs> for, for fucking three hours out of Absolutely. a year, and you fucking, you're upset about it. Why don't you just fucking put your nose back into those funny books where you get all your material from James Gunn and fucking... Exactly. <laughs> You thin-skinned motherfucker!
0: Jesus Christ! You know how easy it is to fucking do a big studio movie like that. I mean, okay. you, you, the fucking studio gives you everything you want. You've got a, you yeah. know you've got great actors, you've got a script, and you got a fucking green screen. I mean, it's not, come on. Hey, I, I, it, well,
1: the thing is, what I'm was? I mean, I understand these movies take a lot of effort and time. I'm not saying that they're that you know they're easy to make, but it's like they're easy to get the money to make. Let's put right, it that right, way. Right. Like like yeah, I'm sure he worked two and a half years on the movie getting it ready shooting it editing it and all that shit so i understand he worked hard and all this but like holy shit like these people hearing some of the stories phil these are the people who made the oscar nominated movies man like fucking years and years and just trying to get the money everybody's saying though they barely get the money to scrape it together actors working for free and all this boy it's just like Exactly, exactly. It, it, it's like, it, it, sorry, sorry, James Gunn, but it's okay to celebrate that for three hours out of the fucking year, you fucking crybaby motherfucker. And like, I always see this motherfucker posting shit on Facebook about, oh, he fucking buy the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Keep in mind, I get no money for this and all this. It's like, Listen, I'm sure you probably did work for free to do Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sure you did. But that but that's your fucking fault, A and B that I'm sorry, but these motherfuckers that was doing these Oscar movies, they are better than you. They're better than you.
0: No shit. No shit.
1: Stop I mean, being a fucking how, baby. How, how,
0: and how can he say they're not? How? Yeah. Can he, who would agree with that? I mean, are, are there people sitting up and standing up and, and, and saying, yeah, James Gunn, we're with you. Yeah, fucking boycott the Oscars. We only want fucking $300 million superhero movies. Yay. Yeah. It, it's just, I mean, who, who did he think he was reaching out to? The, this fucking guy, man. I mean, isn't this the same guy that fucking retorted to your Facebook posting a year ago? <laughs> yeah, he did. No offense, I, 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 no offense to you, but this guy obviously does not have better things to do than <laughs> to fucking, fucking reach out to a nobody like you or me. Exactly. You know, this motherfucker does not take the high road. He fucking – Well, yeah, it, it's, like, it's,
1: it's like – it's like – yeah, like like I even felt bad that he had to po- re- respond to because I just figured like I threw my two cents in here. I was a little snarky. But, but I was being snarky towards, towards a corporation, first of all, that wasn't marketing the movie, wasn't getting the people pumped out, and they never really did for Guardians of the Galaxy, let's be honest, they never really marketed Guardians of the Galaxy very well, because they didn't, they they didn't give a shit if it, it it was like low-hanging fruit for them, they didn't give a shit if it was their first loss or what, and like, you know, he's like, oh, they got a plan, well, they had no plan, they never marketed that fucking shit. But, like, you know, I I was actually acting as a fan being like, hey, man, I hope they get behind your movie and fucking help you be a success. The fans made it a movie like, like, you know, I don't know fucking why. I mean, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I own the movie. I watched it in 3D on my home TV but like, but like, I ain't blowing everybody over. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly.
1: exactly. It was like I was trying to help you out, motherfucker. You got mad at
0: I mean, me, <laughs> dude. Th- this time last year, I was not convinced that it was a real movie that was coming out in 2014. I, you know, there was, was no no marketing. Well, they had like what, like a tiny little Super Bowl commercial, I think, at the time.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't even think they had a Super Bowl because yeah, I think everybody's I, pissed that they didn't. And like, "Well, we did going go market was, this but, shit." Like,
0: yeah. So 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 really, he's kind of lucky that it blew up because it, yeah. it was kind of hit or miss, you know.
1: Yeah, and like I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Like, like these these fucking people are so good. I mean, I mean, there's some movies, you know, on the Oscars like Foxcatcher and shit that I ridicule. But holy fucking shit! At least at least the motherfuckers made it for cheap and they believed in it. You know whether it was a good movie or not. You know what I mean? That's yeah, kind of yeah, secondary. I'm but trying. it's like it's like it's like you know. I understand that Guardians of the Galaxy was like a quote-unquote new thing in in terms of the world of movies. People didn't know the characters. They didn't know whatever. But, I mean, it was basically Marvel superhero movie number 10. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. Don't act act like you're... that you are not, like, with a silver spoon up your ass in that position as a filmmaker when you got these other people. And like I said, you won, motherfucker. You got people giving you money, blowing you, begging you to make a sequel to fans. And it's like... These other people, man, they might have gotten nominated for an Oscar. They might have, like, whatever. But you know what? We couldn't fucking pay the average person to watch the Imitation Game or the Theory of Everything. You couldn't fucking All pay. Right. If you handed them a DVD for free, they wouldn't fucking watch it. So, like, what are you crying about, James Gunn? You've won, motherfucker. You've won. Talk about a sore fucking winner
0: i know man i know for real for real fuck him and then you know what we we should we shouldn't even talk about him anymore because we're giving no. him too much yeah. fucking credit so
1: oh but yeah. you made yawn dude you put michael ricker in blue shit and had him act like blue face michael ricker oh you're a fucking genius you worked yeah. so hard i mean, oh. I mean
0: r- really the, the only fucking person who was uh, was real in that fucking movie was chris pratt everyone yeah. else was fucking you know just doing voices or fucking wearing yeah. hokey green makeup or whatever just, and and,
1: and, 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 by, and by the way that's fine that's that's fucking fine that's more than fine that's okay that's great but holy shit know your place motherfucker yeah. and not only that but you've been you've been doing a victory lap the whole year while people blew fucking guardians of the galaxy these people got fucking not even a full day three hours <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk so, about talk about pissing i don't know what a yeah, motherfucker. Know your place, you fucker. yeah anyway
0: so so anyway so moving on we uh we talk, We just we said what the best film was, right? Yeah, yeah. But we did. Yeah. It, it
1: was Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance.
0: I just wanted you to say
1: that. Again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. Well, well, well I, I, I'm going to give a little tease here because now we're going to do our top 10 in 2014. And we had to wait a little while because we had to see more of these movies. And unfortunately, the, the movies that I saw recently from 2014 didn't make the list. And uh, Birdman, or the virtue of ignorance, uh, unexpected. the unexpected. I'm <laughs> fuck. I'm sorry. what kind of heathen am I to leave out the virtue By the way, James Gunn. What did what did he call his movies in that Facebook post? Guardians, not, not Guardians, of God, the Guardians. Guardians. <laughs> you you, you want to be. In the same stratosphere as Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. You say the whole fucking... It ain't even half as long as Birdman or yeah, the Unexpected Virtue of exactly, exactly. You say Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of what? A uh, fucking Kmart parking lot? No, Peace. Guardians of the Galaxy, you yeah. motherfucker. <laughs>
0: So, so anyway, so so what were you gonna say? You are saying no. Was awesome I was uh, yeah. I
1: was gonna say Birdman is not on my list. Oh, top okay. Just, I'll, I'll just drop that right now. So if you're tired of hearing about Birdman or the Unexpected ignorance, you will not have to hear about it on the top ten list.
0: And I haven't seen it, but uh, but I will say that a, a lot of my lists, especially near the top one, it will it's going to look like I'm on fucking Oscars nuts because they're you know. You'll see, but I really do like them a lot, and they're on my list for a fucking reason, so. Yeah. And there there's also a reason they were all nominated, because they're fucking excellent movies. Right. <clears throat> but, you know, I, I got some good things up there as well. Um, I do have a full 10, because I, I only see what I like, or I see what the guilt recommends to me, so. You,
1: you, you see shit that you think has a fighting chance of being good.
0: Right, right. I'm, I'm not as adventurous as you. I just don't see as much shit as you. So um, so if you, you want, I'll do a you, you, got, you
1: got better things
0: to do. I, I actually just, I don't. I just <laughs> don't have enough free time, man. I wish I did but but anyway so um you know we we always preface this by saying we're not movie critics these are our favorite movies we're right. not we're not want to tell anyone what's the best and what's the worst these are movies that we enjoyed and we could watch over and over again or in my case I don't need to watch it over again I just really enjoyed it it was really original to me and it just fucking moved me a lot and I just it was one of my favorites of the year so you want to want to add anything to that little spiel go No yeah
1: like we said this is not the best this is our favorite cuz Like, like Phil said, we are not critics. We don't get to see the movies for free. We don't get paid to see the movies. So we, we, you know, we couldn't possibly have the time to see all the movies. So unless you're really going to see all the movies out there, I don't think you can say best list or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to say favorite.
0: Exactly. And, and the goat and I have not shared each other's list. So this is always a treat for us to see if we have similar movies on our list and what order they are. So that's always kind of cool. Um, but anyway, uh, without further ado, we shall share our faves of 2014 with y'all because we know you're clamoring for it. Yeah. Um, w- would you like me to go first since I do not really have a lot to say about
1: it? Yeah, I'll let you go first, but real quick, the people. Was, was there any movies that you had that were honorable mentions that just almost cracked your list but just couldn't mm. quite get there? Because I have three, yeah. that, three that I ended up scratching off the list at the last second.
0: I, I had three too. I actually started with 13.
1: Me too. I had 13.
0: Interesting. I had to take them off. Um Let's see. One was Sabotage with Schwarzenegger. I had yeah, to scratch that. It was, was on there. Uh, let me think. I did it so fast I can't remember the other two, but they were definitely on there. Well, um, what about you? Care to see what they were?
1: Yeah, yeah. I had th- that barely made the list. If this was a top 15, they would have made it, but top 10, they just barely got edged out. And that was 300 Rise of an Empire. I just love how bloody that movie was. And then pur- the purge, anarchy. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Same here. I had to take that off. Yeah,
1: I, I loved how hardcore it was. And then, and then more of a drama. Not quite Oscar-worthy, but still really good drama was The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg. It just barely missed the list here.
0: I didn't see it. Believe it or not, uh, fucking X-Men Days of Future Past almost made my list. Wow. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have one comic book movie, but it's not that. It's not that. And Let, I, I might have just been scrambling because I just it's hard for me. I just don't see that many movies, so I'm going through the fucking list of 2014 and just adding shit that I like, and then I whittle it down.
1: Yeah, I, actually, I have two comic book movies on my yeah. list, but but I but I guess since I don't have the full ten being comic book movies, I'm part of the the elite, as James yeah, would say, the, the the cinematic elite.
0: Yeah, cool, man. So yeah, so it, uh, like like he, like you he said, man, it's it's hard for us. Because we take this seriously, and we always have more than ten. We we always right. have to fucking scratch some things out to make it. You know, we don't we don't have the time or the energy to give you all a top twenty or top fifteen
1: and another in, in another real tidbit why we take this so seriously Philadelphia, I don't know if you know this, but I, I've been looking at the statistics, the ratings for Hillbilly Believe D V D Reviews podcast and uh from past years, the favorites of of whatever year and the and the least favorites of years are most downloaded shows. So so people just going back, re listening to those oh, yeah. you know, or maybe new people, that's what they want to hear. So for sure, I mean that's why we try to do this right when we do it.
0: Oh, nice, man. That's
1: pretty cool. And, like, yeah, like we said, I mean, this is... Fuck, man. This is... We're recording this on March 8th and we still didn't get to see all the movies from last year, so there ain't no way that on... On December thirty first at fucking eleven fifty nine, we're going to publish our best. You're know, like it just—it's impossible. It,
0: it's hard. It's hard, and and you know it's it's, it's very possible that some of the shit that I haven't seen would would have been right. on this list. But I just haven't seen it, man. I'm, like I, uh, I
1: just, like recently, you brought up to me, holy shit! I finally saw August Osage County, and that would have been on my list for that year if I had seen yeah, it. But you yeah. just didn't see it because there's too many fucking movies. Let's there's be. Too <laughs> many
0: movies, not enough time. But yeah, yeah. Th- thank you for mentioning that. Fucking everyone, I saw August Osage County. Man, that was such a good fucking movie. That would have been on my 2013 favorite list for sure. Probably in the top three. What a fucking great movie, man. So, like, there's still some shit. Dude, I, I saw fucking Blue Jasmine, too. What a great fucking movie. Nah, I know, man. That should have had the parenthetical title, uh... Shit! I, I had such a good thing to say. And I, I it had to do with uh, some. It had to do with snooty cunt ruining her own <laughs> life. It, it, should
1: it, it, like. sh- it should have been Blue Jasmine or the unexpected babbling bitch on the sidewalk going crazy. Yeah,
0: because like, like Woody Allen is such a great filmmaker, and I don't know if he intentionally did this, but it was. It was kind of a misogynistic movie. I mean, this yes. fucking cunt ruined her own fucking life, and she was such a horrible person. And she, everything that she did, she did it to herself, man. So it was just, it was cool watching this. You know, this woman rise to the top and then slowly
1: destroy. Fucking dice steps. clay in a great supporting he was role. Great
0: man, he was great. You know what was interesting to me? It took place in San Francisco, but Woody fucking Allen every character in San Francisco talk like they were in Brooklyn. I mean, who, who, nobody talks like that in San Francisco. I mean, like,
1: you, you had... You, you know, I, by the way, I'm glad you mentioned that for this because I love it, man. I can't get enough of it because, like, you know, people talking about, like, oh, these people in San Francisco, they're talking... Like, like everybody talking like an old nebbish Jew, like... I actually like it when the writer, director, whoever puts themselves into the movie. I don't care. Like, it, it, I like seeing a clear vision like that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, but yeah, I didn't mind it. It was cool. It was, it was kind of surreal. It made me think, like, okay, this is just a world that he's creating for us. It's not the real San Francisco. It's not the real fucking New York. This is just Woody Allen's story, and these are the characters that he wanted to be in it. So it was, it was very neat, very storybookish, but great fucking movie, man. I loved it. Uh, but anyway, so that being said. We digress. I'll go ahead and start my fucking list. Are y'all ready? Are you ready, Goat?
1: I'm as ready as I'll ever be. All
0: right. So number 10 is my comic book movie, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Uh, That was such a great fucking movie. It was so far better than any other fucking superhero fucking nonsense I've ever seen. Great sequel, first of all. Great sequel for a comic book movie. Great violence for fucking PG-13. You know, I thought it was very hardcore. I like the story. Um, yeah, it was just, a, it was kind of like a mature story. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I just really liked it, man.
1: I much, 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 much better than Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, you, you're always going to get my vote if, if it's a superhero movie where the fucker doesn't lose his powers and yeah. d- d- doesn't get his ass kicked until the very end and someone else has to save his life. You know, I'm so tired of that shit. I mean, yeah. fucking... Show me a superhero who's a fucking superhero. Let him kick ass and take names. So number nine on my list. This was such a fun movie for me. It was such a mo- – it was a movie that nobody saw and a bunch of sellouts cried when this guy fucking died. No one saw this movie. I thought it was so cool, so violent, so hardcore. I got uh, – I think, I think the theater had a PG-13 version, but I saw the R-rated version at my local video hut. This is called Brick Mansions with Paul Walker. And Riza, That's right. <laughs> I, love I love it. And that French guy.
1: <laughs> and the French guy, David Bell.
0: Which, they had to dub his lines over. They
1: did. He was too French.
0: Yeah, like the black guy in D. <laughs> Which,
1: by the way, he does speak English, but he was not too French. Not good enough. <laughs> yeah, apparently not, not, not enough. good enough.
0: But, uh, you know, it, it was just such a fast-moving, you know, cheaply made fucking movie. It, 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 I could watch it over and over again, man. I, I did like it a lot. It was, it, was, it was good, and I'm glad that it was the last Paul Walker movie I saw. Cause I'm not going to see fast stuff and that's for goddamn sure. Exactly.
1: Interestingly enough though, these brick mansions, it was a remake of a French film, but the, the French film, um, had a sequel mm. and this, this remake brick mansions, it actually was a remake of the original and its sequel combined into one movie. So that's, that's unique. You don't see that they weren't like, Oh, we'll make brick mansions and then hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll remake the sequel for brick mansions too. They're like, fuck it. We're going to give it to you all. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, nice, nice. That's pretty cool, man. So that's a good fact, and uh, makes it that much more enjoyable. I like it a lot. Hope you guys see it, man. Um, fitting, fitting last movie for for Paul Walker, and it uh, wasn't Luke Basson behind it, or
1: yeah, he was the producer. He also produced the original film, uh, District B Thirteen. So yeah, man. I mean, it, it's you know, it, it, it was a movie that I I was shocked how nobody went to fucking see nobody it. Nobody. Nobody saw it, and, and by the way, like, while Brick Mansion was uh, was bombing at the box office, you, you, you couldn't stop the Facebook memorials for Paul Walker talking about, yeah, Fast 7 we're coming out. We're going to all love to see the man on the screen one last time. I'm like, what about Brick Mansions? Yeah. We're going to love yeah. seeing him for one
0: last time at <laughs> Screamer. <laughs> no, no, because motherfuckers were taking weeks off work and yeah. driving from fucking the Midwest to California to visit his fucking, the site where, where he, he died. Where he yeah. couldn't take two hours to watch a fucking movie yeah. at the local multiplex. Yeah. Idiots. And, so, and, so. and, and
1: again, I know we said it when, when, you know, way back when, when the movie first came out, but this is his real last movie. He filmed the scenes, he worked with the director, everything, you know, if they needed him to come back and do a reshoot or something, he did it. Fast yeah. Seven, you get to see his brothers playing his role with, exactly. with a CGI added mask on their face. Yeah. Like yeah. that, to me, that's that's not the last tribute. It's not whatever. Really the last role. Yeah, no.
0: this is last cameo, maybe, yeah. but not his last role. So uh, number eight, this is a movie that we've talked about a lot before. Uh, not only do I have strong opinions about the whole fucking scandal behind it, but it really, really, really is a good movie. Very funny, very enjoyable. I loved it. The interview. With uh, yeah. Seth Rogen and James Franco, um, it really is good. It's so funny. I mean, James Franco. I love when he goes all Gonzo. When he, you know, he's he has such a range as an actor. But like, for example, when he plays a rapper in Spring Breakers, I just love when he's not the straight man. And you know, he cause he, he uh, like Pineapple Express too. He's such a fucking crazy ass fucking dude. I love it, especially the guy that plays Kim Jung Il. Such a sinister fucking. Bad guy, so great, so funny, very good movie. I love it. Uh, I still haven't streamy streamed it yet, man. Even though it's on Netflix, and dude, I fucking it's already on on uh, fucking uh, DVD. DVD. Yeah, can't believe it.
1: Which, which it should have been on DVD before it's streamed, don't you think? Don't you uh, think they yeah. got that behind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, not stream for the pay per view. Like that's cool if you want to pay six bucks, but but once it's on Netflix, nobody's gonna buy the DVD. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: exactly. Right, and and not only that, but I was looking at it, I didn't see any fucking special features, man.
1: So, I think not, I think there's some because because they gave it like a spec like the freedom edition, so it's got to have something.
0: Is there a blu-ray yet?
1: Yeah, I think February 22nd is when it came out. Shit, yeah.
0: I'll have to pick that up, man. Don't
1: yeah, I'm gonna I'm to buy it out of principle.
0: I'm not paying I'm not paying more than eight bucks for it.
1: No, see that that's the thing is is it came out the first week. It was fifteen bucks, and I wouldn't have had a problem paying fifteen bucks. But once you put it on Netflix, and it's not even because I want to watch it set on Netflix, but I'm like, well, you don't, you don't care about making money, so, so I'll wait. And all those Sony movies, like, like uh, what was it? Um, I think it was That's My Boy and Pineapple Express. I got two for ten dollars off fucking Best Buy the Blu-ray. So like, nice. I'm, I, I'm not gonna pay fucking a hundred bucks. For the interview, when you don't even really want to make money off of it, it will be on some cheap ass sale in a Dude, month. It'll,
0: yeah, it'll be it'll be in the five dollar Walmart bin in no time. So just be patient. Exactly. Probably before summertime is at that. So so that's my number eight. I love it. I will watch it again very soon. Um, I saw it on Christmas Day on my Xbox. <laughs>
1: that's insane.
0: Yes. Um, and speaking of not wanting to make money, I had fucking like ten people. In my place, watching it with me, and we, only yeah. you know, only one of us pay the six bucks. So, real smart move, Sony. Dumb fucks.
1: Yeah, like considering it was a brand new movie that wasn't in the theaters. Like I, I think they should have charged nine ninety nine. I think that would have been fair. Yeah,
0: I, and I would have paid that, and that yeah. would have been fair. Yeah, but hey, dummies, that's that's on you. Um, number seven. This was a very nice, very funny, very serious independent comedy. This is where I leave you with Jason Bateman and a whole other cast of, of characters. Great cast, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, there's not too much I can say. If you've seen it, it's just a really, really good, you know, kind of half serious, half funny movie. You know, it's not too funny that it's not realistic. It's just you know a little slice of life with this uh, crazy Jewish family. The dad passes away, and he, he, you know, his last will is that the sons and daughters stay together for I forgot what it's called, some kind of tradition and. And they, they honor him by doing it, and it just all the drama that unfolds and conflicts that aren't resolved and things like that. It's just really, really good, very funny. Like I said, a little slice of life. So I watched it again. I liked it. Did you ever see it, man? Yeah, dog. I saw it when it came out. Oh, shit, man. You
1: don't want to do of course Yeah, it's good. Did. Fucking Connie Britton thrown to the curb. yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of, uh, uh, a fucking... Uh, a self-made woman fucking thrown to the curb by a motherfucker with giant ears he's going to play darth maul in the new star know, wars man, can you believe that, that... motherfucker's darth maul now come on that's,
0: that's, you know, that's probably the last serious movie he'll ever do so i'm glad exactly. i got to see that giant ear motherfucker
1: yeah.
0: <clears throat> um number six and number five are kind of similar um 2014 uh showed us a lot of movies about some fucking r-rated badasses just fucking kicking ass and taking names and you know, the, the little boy in me who still loves fucking Batman comic books, dude. I, I, I'm I'm glad they still make movies like this. I'll watch them over and over again. I love it. I love it. Number six was The Equalizer. And I'll just go ahead and say number five because it's so similar. Number five was John Wick. Fucking love both those movies, man. So both hardcore. ass-kicking man. movies. So hardcore, man. I mean, you know, just not afraid to fucking show fucking bloody fucking murder. I mean, both of them are similar. In fact, both of them took down an entire Russian mob. So you know and and just for you know for one personal thing that they did so it's it's all about vengeance it's all about fucking having no remorse and doing what you need to do and just you know and and and, and the filmmakers themselves man not like i said not afraid to show fucking headshots galore i don't care if the blow was cgi or it was just fucking amazing dude um but yeah john wick was slightly better so that's number 5 for me Man. I know, I know you saw both those. Man, I don't know if you liked it as much as I did, but yeah, no. I mean, I mean, John Wick was almost number one. I love it so much, but it's just- I,
1: I, I really like those movies. And I gotta say, uh, actually, believe it or not, shockingly, neither one of those movies is on my list. But I liked them a lot. But like, people were like so hooting and hollering, and like, oh, John Wick, the equal, oh god, god. And I'm just like, is I'm glad that people respond to those movies, and glad people made those movies hits. But those are the type of movies that should come out every other weekend, not once or twice right, a year. Right, <laughs> right.
0: I mean? and, 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 and 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 you know, like ten years ago, they wouldn't have been on my list, but they're so few and far between. You know, what I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's kind of like an homage to our era of the, of the of the great eighties, where exactly. that, you know, there was two types of movies or three: movies for kids, movies for men, and movies for women. You know, and that's and that's all it was, man. There yeah, it, it there also- wasn't no. One size fits all bullshit.
1: Yeah, all these wimpy motherfuckers... I don't care, man. I'll say all these wimpy motherfucking guys out there, you know, mostly younger guys I would say at this point, like I I don't know, just watching this this fucking man pamby bullshit, like like now, like like when you say Phil these is like you told like some coworkers now, like, oh man, I saw John Wick this week and it was fucking great. They look like they would look at you like you was a fucking motor oil drinking fucking <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like meathead motherfucker. But like, yeah. but like back in the day, like you would see motherfuckers, like a gang of motherfuckers, like. Like uh businessmen and ties and shit come out of Rambo high five and going crazy and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like there was no shame in love and action movies. Right, the, right. The, I know, man. the bloodthirsty carnage, you know. What I mean? mean, yeah, man.
0: Like 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 you said, dude, back in the day fuckers at the office would be high fiving each other at the water cooler over Rambo three, you know, talking about how badass it was and all the kill scenes. But now, like if if I mentioned, like I saw like John Wick, I'd be fucking the social outcast. Like, you know what? You didn't see American Sniper? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what we saw. We saw the second week in a row. We saw it. You know, it's yeah. So so it's 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 like like I'm not embarrassed to say I see I see these movies to people, but yeah. I'm not going to waste my time because I know it's not going to exactly. You know, I'm not going to get any fucking like oh yeah I saw it too it looks good so you know but I'm I'm glad there's people out there like us who still fucking like these movies and they keep making them but it, it, it,
1: exactly i'm just going to throw a plug out there for it cuz i want people to go see it if you like super violent movies like uh John Wick, Inchlor, holy shit dog, Kingsman the secret service.
0: Oh, no there, way,
1: really? Yeah, there is a scene in there. I won't spoil it for people, but Colin Firth, holy shit man. No. Like i'm not kidding like i mean the whole movie is very R rated, lots of fucks, lots of action, Sweet. people getting killed, but there is one scene in particular towards the middle of the movie Ultra fucking violent stuff. Like I'm shocked this this one scene didn't get this movie fucking NC-17. No it way. is so graphically violent, so Damn, graphically violent, insane, dude. And like I don't even know how they did it with special effects or what, but like you just see motherfuckers like torn apart, fucking impaled, fucking. Some motherfuckers getting slammed against the wall, like their necks cracking. Like, holy it. shit, it was
0: badass, dude. I, I didn't know. I, I I didn't even know it was gonna be rated R first. Time I, I, I didn't even. It
1: was- I always saw the previews. So I'm like, this looks pretty good, but it's kitty James Bond. I just yeah. always assumed it was gonna be PG thirteen. Yeah. And then when I saw the movie times, I'm like, holy shit, this is rated R. Like, it's
0: rated R plus, man oh sweet man that's awesome i'll definitely check it out man thanks for the plug but okay. you know for all you out there fucking men women children elderly don't be afraid to go see some fucking movie about fuckers kicking ass and taking names okay you need that in your life it's good for you don't suppress it man don't suppress the edge you'll fucking be a serial killer or some shit exactly so, don't don't
1: push it deep down don't fuck all of this modern, like, let's be a emo pussy and then deep inside have a dark passenger with, which makes us go kill people on the... You know what I mean? No, don't yeah. do that. Just watch the fucking movie, have a good time, and, you know, leave, leave the killing to the professionals.
0: Exactly. You know, go, go go embrace fucking John Wick, man. Be afraid of the boogeyman, all right? Because he's going to get you. I love it. So anyway, so now we're on to four. Four, three, two, one are all my fucking Oscar fucking movies, but, you know, regardless if the Oscars didn't exist, they'd still be my... 4321s. I love them. So, number four, Boyhood. I love that movie. It's very long. You gotta fucking take some time out of your day when you're gonna watch it. It's long, but it's worth it. Um, we've talked about it before, so I'm not gonna get into it. You know, we all know that it's this ambitious fucking movie that took 12 years to make and showing the um you know the aging of of this boy and his sister and his parents just very well done very unique great story great acting i love it it's gonna be a while before i see it again but i can i see myself owning it and definitely watching it and goat i know you haven't seen it yet so i can't wait for your take on it but yeah i really want to see it man man. really good movie number three this is a funny movie i'm so not surprised it didn't win any serious oscars but it did win for like uh, makeup and costumes really well done the grand budapest hotel i fucking rented it i watched it twice before i returned it it had such a fucking impact on me definitely one of wes anderson's best films
1: and Uh, and by the way he's actually made like a lot of people because he takes a few years in between movies wes anderson's actually made like nine or ten films at this point and i'm glad he just like is still making them just as good you know what i
0: mean yeah, exactly. If, you know, if, if not better. Um, I, I always like filmmakers that keep the same family of cast. It's it's yeah. kind of like you know, kind of like a secret club that you're part of. You get to see all of the people he's worked with. You know, um, obviously he likes working with them, and they do favors, and you know, they work for him because they like his work. So it's, it's just nice seeing you know, you know, Owen Wilson and Bill Murray and you know everyone like that. So um, very good movie. I liked it a lot. Funny as hell, um, and, and and you know, not so funny that you don't take it seriously. Comedy. not nice, lighthearted comedy. Except there's some dark moments, and doesn't have too. Eh, not ha- you know, the ending's not the happiest ending, but it's it is what it is. So great movie. Um, number two, I saw this recently. Um, this was the Judge. Uh, I thought it was very good. Definitely worth it for. Uh, What's-his-face performance? Robert Duvall. Yeah, he was up for Oscar. He lost.
1: And by the way, shame on motherfuckers who mocked this movie when it came out. There's these people, they just want to sit around and watch comic book movies, and that's fine. Stay to your comic book movies. But when a real movie comes out... Don't make fun of the fact that a man is playing a role where he's dying. That takes a—you you motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? That takes a lot for an elderly man like Robert Duvall confronting his own mortality. Because a man like that, he lives that fucking role. Basically yeah. playing out his own death. That's, and not only that, but doing a great job doing it. Like, give this man some fucking credit. Like, you know what I mean? Don't mock I totally him. Totally
0: agree. Totally agree, man. Um, I, I would have been happy for him to win the Oscar for I sure. I would have too. Um Great story. I mean, this this like you said it best just now. This was a real movie. This was a real fucking this what this was not a movie for just for men. This was not a movie just for women, um dude. I, I would fucking let my kids watch this movie if I had any kids. It, it wasn't even that bad. It was R rated because it was some cuss words and some serious fucking you know messages in it and whatever. But it, it was it was just a really strong, mature, a, a re- very original story too, man. Very original. I fucking loved it, man. Um I even like Robert Downey Jr. Even though the motherfucker only ever plays Robert Downey Jr. Motherfucker exactly. cannot do anything except a fast talking, snarky, fucking yeah. <laughs> little fucking twerp that no one likes. That's all he ever fucking does, man. It's I mean shit. I mean, I like him. It's okay, but dude, don't don't fucking tell me he's an actor because he's not. But Robert Duvall, dude, it's great to see him. Fucking um, uh, the guy who played his uh, his brother, his older brother. God, I'm fucking blanking out on fucking names, dude. Um. Uh- he's, he's, the fat guy—he didn't used to be fat. He's fucking blowing up now, man. What's his fucking name?
1: Oh, holy shit, shit dog! You know I about. blanked on it too. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, but I, but I think I know you're talking. Was oh, was it Vincent D'Onofrio?
0: It was. Yeah, yeah, was yeah okay. Yeah. Like,
1: I don't even, I don't even have to Google it. My brain mother, kicked in. This, <laughs> motherfucker
0: looks like he just came out of hometown buffet. I man, he's blowing up. But he it did is. a really good job. He's it's great a job. <laughs> But just great, great overall movie, man. Great cast. It was very, very funny, very enjoyable, very serious too. I'd watch it again. Finally, number one. This may come as a shock because I, I just now see it. And it's, it's so fucking hyped up, and everyone's raving and raving about uh, the performance in it. And I, I promise you, I'm not buying into the hype. I truly, truly love this movie. I fucking loved it. I love the performance this guy did. It was amazing. I can't wait for you to see it. Go, Whiplash. Yeah. So good. So good, man. I mean. Just just a great fucking original movie. Like, it sounds boring as shit. It, you know, the whole premise. Like, I didn't want to see it. You actually, you actually, uh, when you mentioned you wanted to see it, that got that got me interested. Because otherwise I wouldn't have. We talked about it on our last podcast, I believe. I didn't know it was rated R. But it just seemed like, oh, fucking boring. A kid goes to this uh, rich or expensive music school. Yeah. You know, he's got this teacher who... He wants to play jazz drums. OK, boring, you know, like, but no, it's not boring at all. It's, it's so good, so fast moving. And by the way, man, fucking J.K. Simmons was in it so much. He could have had a fucking best lead actor. Seriously, right. it, it was about him man. it was about him. And what, what was good was he was so fucking mean <laughs> to everybody. And what I liked was I'm, I'm watching thinking, man, this can't really be happening in the real world. You know, someone would sue this guy. He get fired, or whatever. So I'm not going to give any spoilers, but there's a, there's a point in the movie where something happens. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. That that makes sense. And so, you're, and you're just waiting for that, you know. Um, but it it, it, ta- it takes a different turn, and it is more realistic than you might think. It's it's not a melodrama, as people have said. Um, I think it's pretty realistic. I liked it a lot. Um, please go see it, man. And yeah, I, I want to see it again. So many great lines. The performance is so fucking great. This guy is such an asshole. He's so mean, but you're but you're laughing. You're laughing at what he's saying, but at the same time, he's just so mean. You feel bad for these fucking kids. He really is a abusive fucking scumbag asshole. But
1: I mean, definitely, there's a reason why J.K. Simmons won the uh, the the Oscar for basically playing the Bill Demont of drum teachers, man. Yeah, he fucking yeah, did absolutely. a great job
0: great fucking
1: movie so and, so, um, and by the way Phil now that now that you've got a taste of the miles teller stank we got to we got to hit up video of hot dog and rent the spectacular now another great movie with miles teller yeah
0: what, what's
1: that miles teller he's a high school senior he's boozing he's losing he's cruising holy shit just a good it's really really small cheap independent movie but but we got to see it man like like really talk about uh, shit, man. To really talk about this, I don't know. Just, just a lot of things in this movie that reminds me of our younger days, man. Like, it, like, like it's it's almost like somebody made like a, a amalgamation biopic.
0: <laughs> well, dude, man, let's fucking <laughs> check it out. Yeah. Everyone, uh, the goat and Phil Deez are taking a week long vacation for a debaucherous. Uh,
1: exactly.
0: Who? 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 So uh, we can watch some movies together, maybe even do some videos, dude. That sounds awesome. What's it, it called again? The Spectacular Now. All right, man. As long as no one turns into a dragon and fucking no, plays out, hope no, they appreciate. don't do that. Awesome, dude. Let's we'll check it out, man. Sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> they, I'll tell you what they do do. They, they almost every scene of the movie, they do some drinking, and then they then, then they grab the car keys. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. I love it. I love it. Uh, I, I, first of all, I, I, like I'm, it's a, it's a rated R movie, but I can't believe it's not rated NC-17. Because I mean, I don't know, man. I've never seen so much drunk driving on display in my life.
0: My kids, no less.
1: My, my high school kids. High
0: school kids. Very dangerous. I'm looking very. forward to it, dog. So, so anyway, there's there's my list. Uh, no regrets. I love I love my list. I'm proud of it. I own it. Um, now let's hear your top ten, Mr. Goat.
1: Holy shit man. You know surprise like like I don't have I I, I would not fucking stomp my feet and, and object to anything on your list, Philadelphia, but surprisingly we don't have much crossover. I think there's only one film that has a crossover, man.
0: Well and and, and that's okay because there's so much that we haven't seen you know what i mean like there's there's a lot of shit that i haven't seen that you have and vice versa right um you haven't seen whiplash or boyhood i yeah, haven't, I haven't seen, seen a lot of shit man or the unexpected virtue of ignorance i haven't seen that so so yeah that's okay i mean uh, if 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 you and i saw every single movie together we might have a similar list who knows exactly
1: anyway, all, Let's
0: all,
1: all right starting off number 10 fucking people people are gonna laugh at me dog and like well the, well, the ten people who know what this movie is, but I couldn't help it. It was just so original to me. I it, Like, it really stuck to me for a long time, not even because it was such a great movie, because it just was so different than, like, really, you know, just such a, a strange premise. Number ten on my list, I got a movie called The Identical. Now, this is a PG-rated film, openly mocked before it came out for being a Christian religious film, which it's not, which it's not. Uh, it, it actually had dual criticism for being a Christian film, and then for being the. Then, like, later it got revised. The criticism was like, oh, it's not a Christian film. It's a Zionist Jewish film, which is oh, some sorry. kind of strange, like, I don't know. I don't even know what a Zionist Jewish thing is, but it's some kind of. I don't know what it is, like, amalgamation of Judaism and Christianity. I don't even know. But I got to say right now, I have seen this movie. I sat in the theater and watched it. I did not feel like it was a religious movie at all, like at all. Like I mean, if anything, it, it, there was a lot, a lot of scenes where they was going against the religious people in the movie. But I've never
0: even heard of it, man. It sounds, it sounds cool. What's what's it about?
1: The identical takes place. Okay, I, just a little bit of backstory because it's kind of like it's kind of like an alternate reality uh, Elvis movie, actually. Uh-huh. And okay. uh, basically, what a lot of people uh, know is uh, Elvis. He had a. Um, you know, Elvis had a lot of eccentricities and shit. But one of the interesting yeah. things about Elvis, he was born with a twin who, I guess, you know, sometimes twins, like, one will come out normal, one will just be, like, so damaged or whatever. Yeah. So, so Elvis had a twin brother that he, um... And I don't know, I guess twins have some kind of bond in the womb, you know what I mean? But But Elvis had a twin brother that died when he was born and they buried him in the backyard and it's very dark. And like, supposedly Elvis always felt a kinship and a sorrow. And like, he was always dedicating shit to his dead brother. That's like, man. yeah. Dude. So this movie actually takes it a step further and says that Elvis's uh brother actually live. So, but, but they, obviously they don't call him Elvis. He's got to have like a fake name. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cause, yeah. Cause they can't like, they would get sued if they said it was Elvis. So it's, it's like some really poor ass motherfuckers have these twin babies and they, um... They, they 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 can't really afford to take care of twins. Like, they're like, oh shit, what are we gonna do with hit twins? So they call... The minister or the preacher or whatever he was, which was played by Ray Liotta and his wife Ashley wow. Judd. Nice. So they, they they confer with him and they're like, We don't know what to do, we can't take care of our babies, we're so poor. So like the, the, the preacher he's having trouble, his wife, Ashley Judd, can't have a baby, so they're like, We'll take one of your babies, we'll do the Christian thing or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, so they take the one, the one twin, and like, like flash forward to like teenage years, and this is like a very wholesome. P- you know me, Phil D's. I do not like PG thirteen. Don't Correct. don't don't bring me your clean filth, your clean violence, your clean sexuality. But I like a good wholesome PG movie. I really yeah,
0: no, do. I'm with you, dog. I'm with you. Look, look. Here's the thing. We don't like those movie ratings because they limit the potential of the movie it doesn't right. mean that you can't have a good movie that happens to be rated that you know that's what people need to understand you can have a good movie that's rated fucking g it's got to be a good movie and you know sometimes there's no need to to put restrictions on it you know it is what it is it's what the filmmaker wanted to do i'm sure their filmmaker didn't care if it was fucking r or pg-13 he made what he wanted to make right right right, All
1: right. so we flash forward to the teenage years we don't really follow Elvis that much, mm-hmm. but obviously this kid grows up, he never even knows he has his twin brother because he's adopted, you know, they don't yeah, tell him. Yeah. Right. So you got Ray Liotta, who I, I don't care what anybody says, I mean, maybe he did some director video movies, but Ray Liotta's still a good actor. Yeah, I love know.
0: him, he's the man, I like him, I'll watch anything with him.
1: So yeah, so he's he's really like forcing the, the son, and like, in, like they, they find out he's got a good singing voice and shit. And like like they're like you are like, Oh, you got the star power, people love to hear you sing in church. There's like literally one scene of him in church singing, so I guess that makes this movie too too religious for yeah, the there fucking there devil, worshiping <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> devil worshiping American Devil worshiping American theater goers but anyway so like the beginning of the movie is like he's he's like bopping around small town and like he loves music you know like uh you know rock and roll music like elvis did so he's sneaking into the bars where all the black people are and shit and he gets busted you know because there's like racist ass cops always hassling the black people and shit he gets busted thrown in jail for being at a black people's like you know secret bar where they play rock and roll music and shit and, and 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 Ray Liotta's just like going fucking crazy he's just like he's like you're going to be a preacher enough of this like you can't be around this sinful life and shit so this being such a christian movie that we can't even watch it because it's just too christian he actually tells his father listen i love you daddy i love that you're a preacher I, it's not that i don't have faith and all that but i'm not i'm not going to grow up to be a preacher like ever it just it ain't for me i want to be a singer so it's really about him going out Trying to like make his own name as a singer, meanwhile his brother, the fake Elvis, is getting popular, you know, just like Elvis did, and everywhere they go, like man, you look just like a fucking fake elvis you you know you just look like so like he he eventually he gets heartbroken and he he can't he can't like uh make his own music go like people don't like it, so he starts impersonating you know his twin brother, which he don't even know is his brother wow. and, he, and he- he kind of gets secondarily famous for being, like, the best Elvis impersonator. Well, eventually the real Elvis wants to come and see his brother and, and, and like, they have a quick meeting and shit. It's very, you know, and then, like, it, it's, just, it's just a whole movie and then it's really about, you know, not, you know, spoiler, but it, you see it coming. Like, he's like, fuck it, I got to do my own path eventually. Like, I can make it. you know, he it's just like he really runs into, like, the sleazy-ass music promoters and shit. Oh, yeah. And eventually he's just like, I had enough of this. He's like, I could keep making, like, good money. But, like, you know, in the movie, he goes his own way, starts writing his own original music again. Fucking, and, and, and plus, we don't see the real Elvis that much, but when we do see him, it, it, it's the real story of Elvis. He's miserable, he's taking drugs, he's <laughs> you know I
0: mean? That's pretty cool, man. That so, it's, awesome. I, I, yeah. I, I, he's got a PG rating, actually, yeah, so it's like,
1: pretty dark. Yeah, and it just, like, I mean, I don't know, It's just, like... You know, and the and the guy's like a real wholesome guy. Like, like he's always in bars playing his music. And everybody's trying to get drunk, and he's like, no, nah, I don't drink. You know, I'm on the straight and narrow and shit like that. Yeah. I, I guess people just don't like a clean, moral character. That's just, you know
0: <laughs> Yeah, the f- people are hypocrites, man. They'll f- fucking... Just they'll find a reason to pick on something if it's not making millions of mega bucks at the fucking box office. And shit, exactly. So. But dude, I, it sounds pretty interesting, man. i I'm, might I'm check that out sometime. It's,
1: it's it's really not bad for it. I mean, you could tell it's a low budget independent film, but it, I don't know. I like movies that take place in the old days and they recreate the time period and shit. And it's just a strange movie to be like. My my whole dream in a, in the world is to be a singer, but I got the curse that I got Elvis's face. You know what I
0: mean? Like, right, right, right. No, it's no. it's just interesting. I don't know. Good plug for it too, man. I'm glad you brought that to our attention because I'm sure a lot of people out there in podcast land weren't aware of it. So well,
1: not only that but it just got so booed out of theaters. I think it was like one of those things where it was like literally set some records for like one of the lowest gross movies of the because it actually came out in like a lot of theaters. It wasn't just independent. It was, like, a real slow week in, like, I don't know, last March or something. Oh, and, like, man. I just saw this film just get so ridiculed, and I was like, I got to see it. And, like, I don't know, it just stuck out in my mind for being original, you know what I mean?
0: Nice, man. I like it. That's cool.
1: All right. Since it's, I took so much time talking about the identical, I'm going to speed it up a little bit. All right. Number nine. Again, people are going to ridicule me. They're going to throw eggs at my house. I don't give a fuck. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I'm a Spider-Man fan maybe the last 20 minutes of this movie went off the rails and went all crazy and over the top but like i i don't care like there still was a lot of scenes to me where i felt like this was the the, the character of spider-man i always wanted to see in a film like the scene where he where he, he like drops down and he helps the kids getting bullied at school and shit and like you know that's just stuff that spider-man would really do in the comic book so like you know, there's, there's still a lot of good scenes in this movie. I like it. I even like Jamie Foxx's Electro. I don't care what anybody says. Like,
0: Yeah, yeah man. I, I know what you mean. He, he was way more um, – not not Jamie Foxx, but Spider-Man was way more wholesome and American than fucking yeah. Superman and Man of Steel. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, 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 like I like this scene where he tries to befriend Jamie Foxx's character, makes him feel all special, and he remembers his name and everything. Yeah. And you're right. That, that is what Spider-Man does. He, he's he's a hero to the people. He helps people. He wants them to feel special because he was – you know he's kind of a nerdy kid that was bullied himself. So. So he's not only a superhero but he wants everyone to you know to to feel you know like not like they're worthless so yeah yeah, you're right it was a really good take on on the on the on the fucking character man and i'm gonna be really sad if um they reboot it before they have you know that they can do any more sony movies it it
1: seems like they will because it seems like that's marvel wishes but i mean whatever man to me to me i'm sorry like i know a lot of people like actually hate the Andrew Garfield films where they feel like uh-huh. that's not the true character. He needs to be a nerd getting spit on and all this shit all the time. I'm like, no, Spider-Man w- w- was a kid who, like, you know, if you read, like, the original comic books and shit, he was a kid, he let the power go to his head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, did, he didn't He did care. He didn't have to be nice to, like, the bullies. Of it. And why would he be nice to the bullies and villains at the high school and shit? I don't get why people want that so much.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. exactly. Like, I
1: mean- like, you want a fucking cuckold? Go watch Man of Steel because holy shit, <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Kevin Costner trains him to get spit upon and pulled out of pickup trucks and get his ass beat, even though he has the power. Never pilot.
0: let anybody know.
1: Yeah, you you <laughs> have you have the which power, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't have to let motherfuckers know that you can fly and shit, but you don't have yeah. to stand there and let them dump beers over your head. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, that, right there, that, that is just dumb. It is. Whether you're Superman or not, you should never let someone spit on you or throw beers on your head.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they, like, I'm not kidding. Because you haven't seen Man of Steel, have you? No, no I, I did, I did. Like, oh, you did? I, I,
0: yeah. I actually didn't think it was that bad. I know that
1: was on your top list oh, last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this, was, this motherfucker's <laughs> muscle-bound.
0: It's <laughs> unnecessarily dark, but I actually yeah. liked that he kills Zod
1: at the end. I thought that yeah. was
0: cool. I, really I think should he should have killed Zod. i over that. Yeah. But, but it's like, dude he's got to he's so, gotta
1: kill him yeah
0: so i thought uh, i, I like <laughs> that,
1: that i get it. it goes down to the boba fett argument why do you want him to live <laughs> <laughs> Right. slap his neck
0: exactly yeah all so, right I'm, dude I'm, I'm i'm glad it's on your list i thought that was a really good movie too and i, I enjoy the james garfield franchise
1: Oh so, I, I, yeah, I did too. It, it was good for it. You know, it might have had its flaws. It might not have been the best thing of all time. But you know what? I personally don't feel like the Marvel movies are completely perfect the way everybody no, claims no, they are. None of them are. None yeah. of them. So, so yeah. So I was actually wrong. I said I had two comic book movies on the list. I overlooked. I have three comic book movies. Holy
0: shit!
1: So no. yeah. So James Gunn, don't come after me for being the the elite or whatever you. <laughs> I mean, you're okay. I, okay, James, Gunn, Your your movie didn't make my list. I'll I'll break that. That. That's
0: just, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh oh. dude, but, e- ex- expect another rant and rave from from James Gunn because exactly. like, at least didn't think it was, um, <laughs> his um. Dear
1: Billy DVD
0: reviews. How dare you not
1: say yeah. that? <laughs> it, it, I, I'm a true artist when I'm on Facebook bitching about. <laughs>
0: with 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 a million typos. Yeah. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> a million typos.
1: He's like, couldn't you get that raccoon to take a look at that shit for you? <laughs> yeah, you, you claim you care about him so much. Pick him up off the floor. Let him see the computer screen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and put out all your shitty grammar. <laughs> exactly. Oh my word! All right, number eight, more more comic book bullshit that everybody loved to hate. Also, another number two movie, Sin City two. I, I I'm sorry, I like this movie.
0: Yeah, you know, I I just haven't seen it yet, but I could very well be one of my favorites, man. I just haven't seen it because uh, first of all, it didn't play very long in the theaters, no. so and I don't think Redbox ever fucking carried it.
1: Yeah, that- I don't mean, well, no, yeah, it, 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 I guess it is on DVD, but I never see it, like, advertised or rent or anything. No, because,
0: no, they, they don't want you to see it, apparently. Mm. They don't care if they lose money. I guess yeah. they're ashamed of it.
1: Fucking want to see it. But yeah, Sin City 2, again... Uh, even though it's the comic book heightened or whatever, I still love to film noir shit. I love black and white shit, Phil. I just like it. It looks cool. E- even on a big screen at the theater, like a lot of people are like, black and white shitty. It's old. Oh, we don't need to watch it anymore. Like, I don't know. It still looks cool to me. Eva Green naked nonstop, big tits yeah. out. I mean, it just, it, it, you know, it was enjoyable. You know, it, I had a great time with it. I, I, I rewatched it on home video. I liked it. It was good.
0: Cool, man. Cool. I'm glad.
1: All right. Number seven. Going to give props to Clint Eastwood here. Number seven, the, the the movie of 2014 that Clint Eastwood directed that was not American Sniper, <laughs> and I'm talking about Jersey Boys. Holy shit. This nice. movie took me by surprise, especially I'm, I'm actually very happy it came out during summertime, not during Oscar bait time. They kept American Sniper to be his Oscar bait movie of the year. But uh, I always knew his songs and shit, but I never knew much about the man, Frankie Valli. And this was just a great movie, you know, like a, a music biopic, you know, like it, it really almost seemed like something maybe Scorsese would have done at some point. Just, you know, a bunch of Italian kids in New Jersey singing on the street corners, their rise to fame and all the problems and shit that happened as a, as a band. Like, I don't know, like you just, it's just fucking great movie, like, you know, really just well acted movie. A lot of unknown actors you've never seen before, so they really blend into the roles of these historical people and shit i really like this fucking movie man i gotta say
0: cool, man that's that's awesome i I remember you liking it at the time when it came out he told me and i was surprised but then again you did say that it was very r-rated right it was very yes
1: yes it was and but and and by the way like uh like everybody's like i'm not gonna watch jersey boys it's a it's a broadway musical (laughs) listen i don't know how they did the broadway musical i don't know if they like you know, they, they work in his songs, like, to be emotional parts of his life. But I will say the movie, aside from, like, the end credits where, like, the whole cast comes back to sing a song while the credits play. Other than that, the only time you ever see them sing in the movie is when they're playing, like, the, get, the famous gigs and recording the records and, like, you know what yeah. I mean? So, to me, that is that really a musical it's film? It's not
0: a musical. It's not. And I'm, and I'm sure they did it differently for the film to make yeah, it yeah. not a musical. So yeah. That sounds, that sounds cool, man. I'll check that out, too, sometime.
1: Yeah all right number six we're going back to fucking for the last time on this list I think we're going back to uh comic bookville and we're talking about captain america the winter soldier love this movie dog loved it man I actually saw it twice in the theater I had to go back I was like you know it's like you see a movie it's great and then there's nothing but dog shit movies come out I'm like fuck it I'll go see captain america again who cares you know held up just as good a second time I thought nice man no plot holes that you could fucking drive a truck through or nothing I didn't think it was good
0: Nice. Now we have the same one finally. Woo-hoo.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I gotta say too, dog. This, and nothing else is really jumping out of my mind. But as far as the Marvel produced movies, I think this is the best one they ever made.
0: It was really good. It was very good. Um, I know I know a lot of people that don't normally see comic book movies that saw it and enjoyed it. There's something yeah. about it made it stand out. Well, it, was, it wasn't too comic booky you yeah you know what I mean?
1: Well, that, too, is, is I always, like, I like, you know, comic book shit. Like, I, like, you have an interesting hero, you have an interesting villain. Come up with some storyline. Come up with some, you know, emotional hook to why they want to fight. Whereas all these other movies, I criticize them night and day for making some magical plot device that will destroy the world. And they did have, like, the helicarriers turning evil, but that really wasn't the conflict in the movie. It was really the yeah. emotional conflict between him and the winter soldier right and like you know and they put a lot of emotion in this one compared to like other movies and shit and I'm like you know that that's the right way to do a comic book movie and, and that's why i always knock down by the way while we're on it while we're pissing shitting on james Gunn's grave uh that's why I, <laughs> that's why i knock guardians of the galaxy down first half of the movie great we introduced the characters they're interesting they're quirky we like them second half There is something out there that's glowing that we need to get out of the wrong hands. Sorry, it's been done a million times before. Every
0: single Marvel movie is like that,
1: dude. Yeah, every single one. one. So, yeah, so moving along, number five. I know you saw this movie, dog. I just, I couldn't. I, it just took me how greatly dark it was and gritty and shit. I loved I it. I know
0: what you're gonna say, yeah, <laughs> a,
1: a walk among the tombstones, <laughs> yep, fucking. I just loved how gritty it was. Even the ending, like, was just leaving you with the ending, like, holy shit, <laughs>
0: dude. It was, it, it was, it was a fucking monster movie. It was horror, man. I, I did like it a lot. I did. It was just, it really was dark and gritty. It was almost like. Silence of the Lambs-type dark. Yeah. You know, man, just so fucking and
1: like, and, and, like, I'm tired of all these people bitching. They're, like, they only see the Taken movies, and then every time Liam Neeson has another movie out, they're like, oh, God, he just keeps making Taken. Ta- Listen, Taken movies are the worst thing Liam has done in the last 20 years, all right? You go see his other movies that are actually rated R, because no Ted Kim movie's rated R. If you go see his R-rated movies, they're really fucking R-rated. <laughs>
0: and, and dark. And, and dark, Dude, yeah. The fucking gray was unbelievable, man.
1: And, and, and he act, and everybody's like, he's wasting his career making these generic action movies. It's like, okay, I know everybody claims, listen, you can make a great PG-13 movie. It's just as good as R. But listen, I think this is a clear-cut case, for these. of watch all his PG-13 movies. Watch his R-rated movies. And tell me. In every single case, all the R-rated movies are better than the PG thirteen ones. You make they just are, and, and that and that comes down to what we said in the past. That like, it's just not the level of violence. It's just not the whatever. It's like the whole movie's PG thirteen. It's aimed at a thirteen year old audience. Right,
0: right. That that's the point. That's what people don't get. That's the yeah. point. You know.
1: The the, it, the acting's never as good.
0: <laughs> it can't can be. It can't yeah. be because because wh- 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 when you start limiting one thing, it's a slippery slope. You start limiting everything else, and so you don't feel like you can give a hundred percent. You know, and yeah. that's just the way it is.
1: All right, moving on to number four. This is a movie a lot of people, you know, they say it's too long, and I disagree because I saw it in theater, and I love the shit out of it. I saw it in, like, a shitty, shitty theater because it was the only one that was it was playing at, and I still love the fuck of it. I'm talking about the Ray 2. Love it. Uh-oh. Non-stop. Uh-oh. Yeah, 20, Ray 2, Electric boot Non-stop, 20, 30-minute fight scenes, shit, fuckers cutting up, getting killed and shit. And I love it because it just was a sprawling you know, fucking epic of, like, the story and the crime lords and shit. It was, like, the fucking... It was, like, if you, if you made a foreign Godfather movie just full of fucking kids. And, like, not just, like, corny PG-13 action where you kick somebody and they fall out a window and shit. I'm just talking about, like, you just beat these motherfuckers till their skulls bust open. Yes. Like, like, so fucking violent. I love The Raid I too. I have seen it yet, man. But, um, I love The Raid, um, Raid too. It's on my radar. And one of the few uh, movies where the sequel was much better than the original. The Raid was really cool. It was really good. But The Raid 2 was just so much better. Because they had more time, more money, more budget. Like the director said, he finally got to make the movie he wanted to make with the first one. So he got all the acting and shit in it. Plus all the just fucking killing and shit. So I love The Raid 2. Number three. This is a little sleeper hit. I actually saw the trailer of this. Before I saw a walk, like when I went to see a walk among the tombstones and I was pissed that I saw a trailer because I knew this movie wasn't going to get released in my area because when I saw the trailer, it was already had been out, which I don't, understand. I don't understand how you show a trailer for a movie, you know, that's already been out and ain't coming to your theater, but you still put it on the screen. I hate that shit. And I'm talking about the little independent movie from the makers of your next. This one's called The Guest. Fucking great. This is another one, dog. I ain't going to say too much about it because we need to go to Video Hut and watch oh, this Oh, you shit.
0: recommended that to me. And I, and I yeah. said, okay, I'll check it out. But I didn't even ask you anything about it. i never heard yeah. of it. it was, it's, it's, what, a horror movie?
1: Yeah, yeah it, it, it's just strange, dude. It's really even hard to describe. It's, it, it, it's it, I'd say it's a thriller action movie. Okay. But basically, this guy just shows up, you know, in, like, they're in the middle of, like, bumfuck nowhere, some hillbilly town. Uh, this guy shows up. To a family who had like a younger son who died in uh, in the forces and shit, Iraq Afghanistan, wherever. And he's like, "I was with your son when um, when he died, and like, you know, he told me to come talk to you and tell you that he loved you and shit." And it's and it's kind of like these people are so not just from losing their son, but like this family is so like uh, just lost. You know what I mean? Like like the yeah. dad, the mom, the the younger daughter. And, like, this guy really kind of starts hanging around. They're like, oh, you got to stay. Stay for a few days because he just got out of service, he Uh, says. And, like, you know, just, like, he starts kind of getting his hooks into the family, manipulating them and shit, and just some cool scenes. And then about halfway through the movie, the the movie just really takes up a notch. You're like, holy shit, I didn't see this coming. Oh, nice.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: yeah, dude, yeah. And the last 20, 30 minutes is so fucking hardcore. It's awesome, dog. Oh, man. Sounds good. Yeah. So definitely, I reckon, because I know it didn't really come out, and it just kind of came out on video with no promotion, I'll tell them motherfuckers out there, gotta go rent a guest, gotta rent a Yeah, rent. yeah, okay, man. Alright, number two on the list, just love this movie, I feel like a lot of fake war movies now want to be soft R, PG-13, Monuments Men, whatever, yes. and they're trying to make the point about war, but then they don't want to show war, and this movie is the complete opposite, I'm talking about
0: fury yeah
1: holy I, shit they
0: still haven't seen it dog still
1: haven't oh the fuck is just run over turn into jelly shot up fucking blown apart just everything man the horror of war the real horror of good
0: war. good i you know i'm, I'm already a soul because as you know i fucking can't stand fake war movies don't do it injustice so i'm glad man good
1: for you bradley pitt yeah, this this movie makes Saving Private Ryan look like a sentimental pussy movie. <laughs> it makes Saving Private Ryan look like Steel Magnolias, goddamn.
0: Cool, cool, good, good, I'm glad, man.
1: Alright, number one on my list. I just love the shit out of this movie. I'm excited. <sighs> number one on the list. This is another one I even saw in the theater twice because I loved it so fucking much. had to go back and see it. Great performance. I wish this man would have got some more... I think he did get some awards, but not like the big-time awards for it. I'm talking about Jake Gyllenhaal and Nightcrawler, man. <sighs> Love this movie. It's just so original and dark. And talk- Phil Dees talking about looking at just the underbelly. Like, it's easy to say that, like, this character was just a sociopath who did what he did to get what he wanted and all that. But at the same time, I think there's even more at play here. I think the themes of just really, like, how we want to, like, look at the horrible shit and take it in the dark side of human nature. You know what I mean, dog? Just, I don't know. I just thought it was great. And, like, you know, like, because like, it's a story movie, it's a drama movie, so it ain't, like, one of them fucking high-five your buddy after movie. I was like, oh, should I go see the second time? What if it, what if it's, like, a little slower, a little boring, or I don't like it? I saw it the second time. I actually thought it was better the second time. Oh, I'm man. like, holy shit, I just, like, it's so fucking
0: dark, dog. Yeah, dude. But most of the shit on your list, I just haven't even seen yet, man. Yeah. Shit, but
1: well, that's what I mean. That's why we really couldn't do this list like right away. Because even I mean, it's like we could like wait, wait till June to do it, to where we had seen everything. But then it's like that's too late. It's too late. Yeah. But exactly. at the same time, like we're gonna put this podcast out in March, and it's like people are like, oh, that's late. It's like no, nah, we had to see this shit because like a lot of this shit, as you know, came out in the October to December time frame, which yeah. means it ain't even going to hit the video until now. So you right. know what I mean.
0: But, but the good thing is, because our list is so different, man, now we got, you know, now we're able to hopefully tell people out there, hey, here's 20 movies you should right. check out, you know, instead of just 10, because since they don't overlap, we might, you know, we might be able to endorse some of this shit for people who exactly. haven't seen it yet. So. Exactly.
1: And, and then, you know, like, you know, James Gunn, he's upset about the leap, but I, I think our list. You know, we had some good froth, we had some good popcorn shit, yeah, you know totally. what I mean? So, yeah. And then we had some, had some highbrow shit. And I gotta say, just looking at the list and then looking at, you know, what your list was for so these, uh, 2014 was a good year of movies, not just for how many movies came out that were good, but also, like, we got back to some dark shit finally, I think. I
0: know, I know, it's about time. I know. I was hoping the pendulum would swing that way eventually, and you know we weren't going to live in baby world forever. So yeah. it's good to know that there's some filmmakers out there who are aware of their dark side. They're embracing it, and damn it, we love it.
1: Exactly. So that's, that's it for the long-awaited you – know, all our podcasts for the rest of the year will be downhill because we did the, the, t- the most favorite least favorite in 2014. Exactly.
0: So <laughs> you guys will have to wait until January of 2016 for the next good podcast. Exactly. So, uh, we'll do our best to keep you all entertained
1: exactly so i, th- I think was about it man i, I think we re- we ran the gamut of cinema man talking about oscars all these films we yeah, really man, hit man. up a variety of topics man
0: we were very ambitious we were I'm quite proud i'm looking forward already to uh, some feedback from this episode hope y'all like it we enjoyed it as well i'm sure
1: we we are just some derelict hillbilly motherfuckers. And if you think we're lowbrow, you think we're not a real podcast, you think we're not whatever, we don't care. We're not going to cry, but we're not James Gunn. We ain't pussies.
0: Yeah, man, you're allowed to hate us. We're not going to do a fucking Facebook tirade or Twitter shit fit. You. So, Yeah, you know, you're free to have your opinion. We yeah. respect it, y'all. But anyway, I think we've um, gone on long enough. That's it. Let's end, let's end it on a high note.
1: 92 minutes of pure audio entertainment. All right. Can we, can I get a, a fuck James Gunn on three? Yeah. All right. One, two, three. Fuck, fuck James, James Gunn. Gunn.
0: <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa.